A quick announcement before the podcast begins. Don't forget that my three books are now available on Amazon and most online bookstores. 216 and the Secrets of the Universe 2nd Edition is available on Audible, Paperback, or Kindle. It is also translated into Spanish. 216 and the Secrets of the Universe 2nd Edition is a message that myself, the author, Omar Angulo, was guided to deliver by higher beings to humanity through this book. It all began on 216 when my older brother took his life and sent me down an unfathomable rabbit hole over the course of four years. This book can be enjoyed by those that are spiritually curious to those that may consider themselves to be full-blown awakened. My second book, titled My Contact with UFOs, Otherworldly Beings, God, Angels, Demons, and More, is available on Amazon and most online bookstores on paperback. This book is a collection of personal stories and experiences I had with the divine, paranormal, spiritual, and what some may consider to be taboo. My third book, titled My Book of Psalms, The Book of Old Number 3, is available on paperback and is also on Amazon and most online bookstores. This book is a collection of song lyrics written by myself with deep meaning over the course of my life and also a collection of photographs taken by myself or colleagues during not only my musical journey, but journey of life as well. And now, the podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode eight of In A Good Way podcast. Um, today, my special guest is a good friend of mine, Daisy. Um, so a quick little background. Originally, I already knew I wanted to interview Daisy for this podcast because my original idea was to all my first guests were people that I thought I could vouch for spiritually, right? We've experienced things together. We've been able to even share experiences that I knew that I had gone through. And when she told me, you know, I was like, I know exactly what you're talking about and all that. So, you know, I always had it in mind that I was going to interview her regardless. You know, I've known Daisy for years. I guess if ever there was, you know, for those that believe like you have a soul tribe or people that you're connected to, like Daisy will be part of my little soul tribe, you know, like. Oh, that's so cute. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it's like, you know, people that you feel maybe before you even came to earth, you're like, all right, we're going to go. We're going to do this. At some point, I'm going to go find you or you're going to find me something and blah, 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 you know, all that good stuff. So, you know, like there's been times where we didn't talk for years and then we right. talk again. So, but so yeah, somehow. but when we do, we get back into the flow like nothing ever when we never left off. Exactly. So, um, you know, with you, I want to start at the beginning. You know, I, I know we have a lot of things to talk about, uh, you know, tons of experiences you've had. Yeah. Um, But let's start at the beginning, you know. Just the last podcast I did, I just did one uh, that I uploaded with my friend Trish, who who was a guest uh, before. She was actually on my first episode. But, you know, she talked about an experience that she had when she was about three years old. Right. And, you know, maybe people might think, like, how could you remember something? But my my one of my first like experiences that I know 100 percent were like when I had a premonition, but like when I was five years old. So I know I could and I have other memories from from being that young. So I know when you would start it kind of young. So, you know, we'll just start from there. Like one of the first and then like experiences you had and then and then we'll catch so, up to nowadays. I would say one of the first experiences that I had where I knew that not necessarily that I was different, but I had some kind of understanding that was beyond what we're just living in right now. I was like, I would say I was about three years old. Okay. Um, I have a memory of 
my mom making breakfast. I'm sitting at the table. She's cleaning. She has music in the background. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, like, what am I doing here? Where am I at? And then at the same time, I'm thinking, wait a minute. Okay. I know that I'm living here now. That's my mom. I know who I am. But in my mind, for some reason, I knew that I came from like a a higher place. Mm. And I've always had that in the back of my mind, like as the years have gone by. And then with that, I would say my dreams have always been very vivid. Mm. And I've always experienced things just like simple things like I don't know, like somebody talking behind my back, I would have like, for example, I had a dream that I was being shot at from behind and I knew the person. And then it came to me that someone that I knew was talking about me, maybe like about a week after I had that dream, just little things like that. Um, But yeah, that's how it began for me from what I remember. And how old were you when you had that dream that someone was shooting you in the back end? I think I was in high school. So I must've been about I would say maybe 15, 16 years old. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I know you told me once about, I guess you were sitting on your couch and you seen orbs or something like that. Like how old oh, were yeah. you when that happened? I was in high school. I was about the same age. Okay. Right. And you want to share that experience? Just yeah. For those that, for those that don't <laughs> okay. know. So I was, I had came home from school and I don't know if you guys remember, but Back then, there was a lot of talk shows that were on, like Ricky Lake, Montel <laughs> Williams, and all of that. So, you know, I, I put the the TV on, and out of nowhere, I seen these orbs from this, like my side profile, and it looked like a really bright light. It wasn't a regular light; it was like a really bright light, but it had like movement within it. So I turned around and it was gone. As soon as I turned back to face the television, it was right in front of my face. Mm. And it just hovered over like in front of my face for a couple of seconds. And it just like, I just seen it like disappear into my chest. And I was shocked. And I, I sat there for a couple of seconds and, and then I just shook it off and I turned the TV back on. And Montel Williams was on and Psychic Sylvia Brown was on there. And they were showing orbs like they were showing like a video of a baby in their crib. And the same orb that I had just seen was there was like they were hovering over the baby's crib in the video. Wow. And I was just like, what are the odds of me just seeing this? And then it's coming out on TV. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even remember that part of the story. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, You know, I think. uh, me and you together have experienced like now they call them synchronicities right like that yeah. word like what are the odds right of, of something like that happening and so yeah i didn't remember that that part but i mean right now i can't think off the bat like anything about synchronicity so we won't talk about that right now unless something like pops in my head after but um so okay leading up to you know around high school you were already having all these crazy experiences and then later on in life like i know you know, things even got more real, if you want yeah, to call it. Yeah, like. so I think I would say I was about, well, the one dream that I had, it was a premonition. Um, and this one really scared me and it shook me because it was a premonition about my brother passing away. Mm. And in my dream, he was being shot 
you know, and that's how he died. I remember waking up from that dream and I told my mom and at that time he was living in Oregon. Uh, he was a truck driver. He was about 25, 26 years old. And I remember telling him, Hey, be careful, you know, because I had this dream and I don't want nothing to happen to you. And he's like, nothing's going to happen to me. And about, I don't know, maybe six months after that is when we got the news that he was killed. Wow. And yeah, it was, I've never experienced anything like that. And so it kind of scared me because I felt like I manifested that in a way, Mm. but I don't know, you know, some people might say that, you you know, if you think about it too much, you can manifest it or, or, you know, things like that. But I just thought it was maybe like a warning that they gave me the higher spirits. And it was kind of messed up for me, like to see that warning. But now I appreciate it because I see things differently when I dream about things. Mm. I kind of, I try to analyze it a little bit more than just to take it as it is. I try to memorize colors or a specific, I don't know, like a specific thing that I've noticed, like an animal or something in the dream. So yeah, it made me want to analyze a little bit more. So now in hindsight, like, how do you feel like how you said, like, you feel like it was just more of a warning to to prepare you or do you feel like, do you feel see, because well, I'll, t- I'll tell you, I'll talk about like something after. But, um, you know, I mean, I, I didn't want to jump right into it because I know it's a, a heavy subject, but, you know, you had a similar experience with your sister, right? Like when she passed. Right. You had a premonition about that as well. Yeah. And that premonition also was, okay, so my sister passed away. I had, the dream that I had with her was that we were in a car, we were driving somewhere, and there was this really strong wind that was blowing everything out of the way. You just see like trees flying everywhere, hmm. people and, you know, we, we stop and um, she gets out of the car and the wind starts blowing so hard and it almost knocked me over and it knocked her over. And I ran to her when I got there, she, you know, she had died. And that was the beginning of when the virus was coming or when we found out that the virus was going to be here um but she died before they had said anything on the news that that disease was here so we didn't get like a definite like yes that that's what she died of but what confirmed it for me was that maybe so she passed away January of 2020 Mm. And I would say mid-January, I had another dream with the similar wind. And I'm, again, I'm in the car by myself this time. And I don't know if you remember me telling you this dream that I saw a dog flying by. It was a little, it was a little white dog. Hmm. It was because everything was just flying all over the place. And it turned around and it looked at me and it told me to seek shelter the dog dog. it was a little white dog it was so cute little white fluffy dog um 
And then, you know, I saw people just getting knocked down from that wind. Mm. And to me, that was an indication of the virus. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Because I think they had said that it came, that they knew of it now, like in March of 2020 or something like that. Um, I mean, I, I try to was. research. I think, no, like when they first supposedly had found it, it was like in November of 2019, I believe. Was and it then, 2019? No, no, no. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. when they started telling us, like, I remember because I worked, I see just something like gut instinct, right? Like I worked up to, um, I worked up to, I think March 16th and that was like, you know what? Things are getting crazy. Cause at that point, like, I think I was doing, you know, I hate being idle. Right. So I started doing like that Postmates and stuff back then. It was like 2019, just all that. Like, I'm gonna make some extra cash doing this stuff. Right. And, uh, you know, I was out doing deliveries and I started seeing people getting all this water and the toilet paper, you know, the famous <laughs> toilet paper. <laughs> it's something crazy that's, you know, always gonna go, that's probably gonna go down in history one day. Like, you know, like people from other planets are gonna be like, damn, they got, they went for the toilet paper, you know, like who would have thought, <laughs> but you know, not, not to make light of the whole situation, but I remember I started seeing it, right? I guess when you're out there, you know, delivering stuff, like you start seeing it probably before other people. Cause I noticed like I was seeing stuff and my gut just told me, you know what? I don't like, they hadn't really said anything yet. Like, and then on March 17th came the first lockdown. Well, I guess it was, they were already starting to like, boom, boom, this and that. And I stopped on, March 16th, just like my gut told me, like, I think that's enough. I'm a, like you said, seek shelter, right? Like I'm going to stay at home till we figure out what this is. And on March 17th came the first lockdown. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like I, I stopped right in time. Like my gut told me something. Right. And uh, so that's why I get what you're saying about the, you know, the little dog was telling you to seek shelter. Cause yeah. So that's amazing. That was, um, they were warning you about all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, so how, how much before your sister passed, did you have that premonition of the wind, like knocking her down? Before she passed, I would say it was um, like in November of 2019. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because her and I were both sick in December. Mm. Then I started feeling better towards the end and she, she didn't feel better at all. She got worse. So... Yeah, it was like in November. And then see, when I had that dream, it automatically reminded me of the dream that I had about my brother. You know, like it just, I just knew it. I knew that something wasn't right. And you told her, you told her, right? You told her you had had the dream and everything. Actually, I didn't tell her. Oh, didn't tell her because I was thinking if I tell her, it's going to come true. Ah. Because I told my brother, you know. Oh wow! And so I just kept it to myself. Wow. But yeah. But you had told me. I don't know if you want to. Whatever you feel comfortable. If you anything that you don't feel comfortable about, just don't answer it, right? But okay. um, I know you did tell me about the dream, like that your brother. There was a warning for your sister beforehand, right? Like. Yeah, this was, well, my brother, he passed away in 07. So I would dream of him pretty often. 
from the time that he passed away, he would come and visit me a lot. And um, there was this one particular dream. I was in the kitchen, I was washing dishes and I saw him standing in the window and he was with this with an angel but my brother was he was wearing he looked like he was just like a higher spirit mm. because he didn't have his wings at all he just he came and he said you know he was very firm i need to talk to jennifer so i opened the kitchen door he walks in and he kind of just basically told her like to get her life in order you know um yeah, and I did tell her about that dream. I told my mom and my sister about that dream. And how much before was that dream? That, well, that dream was a few years before she had passed away. But I think it was more of him sending a message to her because she, you know, she wasn't doing well mm. in, like, the choices that she was making in life. Okay. So, yeah, it was more so towards that. And, uh, you know, first, I just want to tell you, I appreciate you sharing that. And especially because I feel, you know, we do, we get warnings. If not warnings, it's at least to, I don't know, maybe prepare us for what's going to happen. That's why when you said that, yeah. you know, I wanted you to tell the story first. But even with me, right? Like, um, you know, when my brother passed, I dreamed of it probably nine months before it happened. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, I thought something had happened to the world, like half the population had died. That was the pain I felt. I think it's the first time I ever woke up, my whole face was covered in tears. There was this pain, like if half the world had died, I was like, okay. And my brother was the only one in the dream. So I thought he survived. And uh, so all that. And so I didn't think nothing. I would have never imagined. But they showed me all that, right? So even me, right? Like when all that happened, like how you said, I was having trouble with it. Like you think like, could I have stopped? I mean, they gave me the premonition and all this stuff. Was I supposed to stop it? You know, do you manifest all that stuff? So all that happened. And so for me, you know, what happened was they visited me. Like how you said, like these angels or higher beings, whatever you want to, you know, I feel they're all the same. Like, like I call them something different, but you know, whatever angels, higher beings, star people, I feel it's all the same. Um, but they came to me directly and they took me to where my brother was and they had to show me that there was nothing I could do because I was about to lose my mind. I don't know if that's how you felt. Just all the thoughts like, well, could I have prevented it? Could I have this? Could I have that? And they had to show me, you know, so even now, I don't know if that like I feel like, you know, even you, obviously, I don't know if you still have doubts about if you could have prevented it. I feel that I don't I don't feel that it was something that I could have specifically have done to prevent it. I just feel, I just feel like they gave me a message because I was willing to be open to hear, to see it. Um, And I mean, we're all going to go one day, right? So to me, it was just more of a gift that I was given that I was able to actually know, you know, ahead of time. And I feel like I mean, no matter what we what we could do or what we could have done, like things are gonna unfold the way they're supposed to, no matter what. Yeah, and I guess like, you know, like you must have been able to grasp that better than I did. Cause like for me, like I'm telling you, like they had to 
because at first I was just like, like, you know, it really hit me. Cause even I remember like a week before he passed, I messaged him like, are mm-hmm. you good? And, and so something, it was random. Like I just felt something, even that. And he was like, his, his reply was very short, which he never, never, never did, you know? So all these things I was just kind of, and I knew like I felt something, but so there were all these things that that's why I was like, uh, was there something I could have done? And then, so that's why with, I go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. With my, with my brother, I feel like I felt more that way when I first had the premonition and then it happened. Hmm. I had never experienced a loss like that before. And it was, it was shocking, you know? Yeah. It was very shocking. So with him, yes. But with my sister, it was more of, I don't know if it's weird to say, but it was like being that it wasn't anything tragic that happened to her as far as like a violent kind of thing. I felt more at ease with her passing, knowing that it wasn't something that someone did to her, you know? That makes sense. A hundred percent. So yeah, I guess that makes sense. That makes all the sense. So like with your brother, it was. And then like for me, with my brother, obviously it was something that you feel like could it have been prevented and all that. So, so I, I get that. So yeah, no, but yeah, just, um, you know, they, whatever, after they showed me, I guess it brought me peace to show that, you know, that's how it was going to unfold as crazy as it sounds. So, I mean, I just wanted to, to kind of say that just in case anyone's watching it, because like you said, after I did see it, like a gift, because even like, whether people like them or not, like they even gave me another gift, right? Like the day he passed, I happened to be like on my first day with the psychic girl. Like I, and we had talked about it briefly. Like I didn't really know the extent of these things. So she was with me and even that helped me. I don't want to talk. I don't know why I'm feeling weird talking about it. Like <laughs> it changed my whole, I don't know. Well, maybe <laughs> it's this blood moon. For those that don't know today, as we're recording this, it's the blood moon. Like the eclipse is you know, coming up in a few hours. So I've been feeling today already, like everything heightened, like exaggerated. I didn't yeah. think at first I was like, Oh, cool. Like, I was like, I, I, I looked out, like, I'm not feeling nothing. And then today out of nowhere, everything is just like, I'm like, Oh man, <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> so it's cool. But, um, but yeah, um, I mean, is there anything else you want to add about that? I, I don't know if I cut you off with anything. You were um, Not about my brother and my sister's uh, dreams that I had, but I also did have a dream, which wasn't a relative of mine. It was actually my ex-boyfriend's father. Mm. So he came to me in a few dreams and it was a repetitive dream that I had been having, I don't know, for like four nights in a row. And me and my ex had already been broken up probably a few years already. Um, but in the dream, the dad was waiting for me on a boat. And every time I would get on the boat, he would hug me and tell me that he's going to, he was going to miss me. And it kind of like felt like those dreams that I had with my brother and my sister. So I decided to call him and I asked him, Hey, is, you know, is your dad? Okay. He's like, yeah, he's fine. He's doing good. Then two weeks after I called him, he calls me and tells me that his dad was diagnosed with stage four prostate cancer. Wow. 
and yeah, he ended up passing away probably oh. like six months. After six you had had the dream? Yeah. Wow. So now I'm like, I get freaked out. Like, yeah. I'm like, am I just, why am I dreaming of all these tragedies or like, I don't know, are there souls letting me know? Like, I don't know. No, I, I feel like, um, see, like that's scary because did you feel like, you know, your, your ex, you said, right? It was your ex. Do yeah. you feel like, were you nervous to tell them because then you don't want them to feel like, oh, you made it manifest or some weird thing like that? Like, Well, funny things, well, a few things had happened before when we were in a relationship where I had warned, warned him or I've had a premonition about and mm-hmm. they had came true. Okay. And he had, he was already like freaked out about that. So when I told him about his dad, I specifically said, Hey, I'm not trying to scare you. I just want to make sure that your dad's okay. Because I kept dreaming about him. Oh, wow. That's that's all I told him. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember if he, oh, sorry. Something popped up. I don't know if he ever, um, try to say like that i'm making it happen i'm like manifesting it or anything like that no well it makes sense because you guys had already experienced things so so i wouldn't assume that he would feel like uh you know i was just wondering if you were nervous about that like i like mean i'll say things and i don't really you know care about like if people you know <laughs> like how they take it or anything. i i don't think i was nervous i was apprehensive because he has seen that I've had dreams and premonitions oh. and I warmed him about it. And I didn't want this to be something bad, but it, I, I felt like it was my job because it came to me so many nights in a row mm. to make sure to give him, you know, the message. And yeah, that's, you know, that's interesting because, you know, like that, right? When it's coming to you over and over, Mm-hmm. Like it's really trying to get your attention. Right. And I've always felt that the reason like I've been able to dream things and all these things is because I I do it. But there have been times in my life where I'm like, I don't want to tell nobody nothing, you know, I get in my moods and I'm like, yeah, Man. because sometimes you'll tell people stuff and they like I, I've even been bold enough to tell strangers like, you know, that I don't know, like, hey, you know, people on Instagram say, hey, I don't know you, but I dream this, this, that. And sometimes, yeah. sometimes they'll respond. Sometimes they leave you on red. Sometimes this. So I, I there's been times where I I'm know like, people yeah. could be like thinking that you're crazy yeah, yeah. or like you're just in another world in uh, in your brain and yeah. But for the most part, like um, I always say it. As soon as I get it, I'll say it. And I think that's why I get so many messages because I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's like god or if it's angels or if it's like you said i've I've always felt that that it's these people's higher higher selves coming to tell you because that's yeah i don't know how you know like you know i'm a gemini so my brain will <laughs> like i don't know how how they would say it but like probably for every thought someone has like we probably had a thousand like the brain never stops right and so i've tried to figure this out right because like the premonitions like you said six months in advance so it's like not to go into like all crazy with this but it's like how is that even possible and so i've always tried to think like what is it because i know like outside of here time doesn't exist 
So it's almost like you're just seeing the whole the whole picture, right? Like you could see from now to like six months in advance or something. Like who's the one actually saying it? Or is it their higher self telling you or you were just seeing everything? Or like how is it like chosen? But, you know, I don't think we're going to – we probably don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I'm, and I'm still trying to figure that out because I feel like if I were to exercise – that ability that I have with the dreams um and and if I worked on really like not manifesting but um growing that side within myself I feel like I would open up a bigger door to more like a more of I don't even want to say psychic or uh I don't know like channeling through dreams but it's kind of like I don't I don't know what to expect because what what I've been given so far is so intense. It just amazes me, you know. It doesn't even freak me out. It just amazes me. And then I start thinking like, would that open the door to like other spirits coming to me that I never even met before, yeah. outside of you know what I've experienced already? And so. that's. No, no, that's good that you mentioned that because I think I've always been um, cautious of that, right? Um, you know, like I did a video about tarot cards anyway, so I'll talk about it. Like I know when there was a time, I don't know, I got the bright idea like, oh, maybe I'm meant to be a tarot reader. Right? So, <laughs> so, uh, but I went, like they said, the way you choose cards is, um, is you go and the card will speak to you, right? So I went to this shop and I got... And there were all these other cards, this and that, but there were these cards that weren't traditional tarot. It was more like they had to do with like, you know, like African and, and kind of, I, I hate using the word Latino, but more tribal, tribal kind of all these right. kind of things that, and that's how, oh, I think they were called, and they had a lot of thing with ori, or, Orishas. I think that's more. Orishan, uh-huh. Yeah, I yeah, don't know, it's like the Cuban, like, or saints or this and that, right? Huh. But it spoke to me because the paintings on it kind of had like tribal people. So I was like, okay, this kind of jumped out at me. But when I grabbed it, my head lit up like a Christmas tree. It was like something was like, hey, like we want to talk right now kind of thing. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> no, and I got the cards, right? But um, but then I decided to look them up. Before I even opened them, I decided to look them up. And the lady that did a review on those cards said like how almost like she's serving the cards, like she's serving almost like she let these things kind of control her. And I didn't like that. I was like, wow, it kind of made me nervous. Like I'm not going to let, but I, I don't know if that's how all, that's why I wanted to interview a terrible reader. I wanted to ask these questions for someone that's been using it. Like, is that how they feel? Like something's, it's fine to channel like, like that, like the dreams and right. bring messages. But I was like the idea of something kind of controlling. I didn't like it. So I, I, I took them back. I was like, I'm not, I'm not um messing with this. And damn, I was going to say something else about the cards. But um, but yeah, just that. Like, I took them back. I was like, this is too much. Because I'm telling you, like, it, it was weird. Like, the feeling was just like something just, oof, like, my head just lit up. Like, something wanted to come right through. Oh. Yeah, and it was just too much. I was like, oh, wow. But I still got them. I was like, oh, wow. Like, at first, I was excited. Like, what is this? Um, But I'm just bringing that up because how you said about how you get nervous like what's going to come through or this and that. And I guess I have right. the same, I've always had the same kind of thing uh, with that. And um, 
real quick. So this is my little segue about the next thing I wanted to ask you. Like, um, I know with like the premonitions, this is why I get so like, I'm so curious about how it exactly goes because I've even dreamed things in the past. So once it was crazy, I had this whole dream, very detailed, all these things happening. And I have no clue why, you know, I was working, you know, the acting. So I was working on a show hmm. and there's this guy that I know he was, he was a Freemason, right? Mm-hmm. And he's very open about it. So I, I don't mind like saying that, but I wondered, I've always wondered about Freemasons, like how spiritually do they really talk about spiritual stuff? And so I was trying to get as much like as they're open to share. Cause I know it's all secretive and all this, it's, you know, whatever. So I was trying to get information and I don't know why I share this dream that I had. And he's all, what the hell? He's all, you just said word for word, something that happened to me three years ago. And I was like, what the hell? Like, so that was a new one. I was like, damn. So I just like, that was crazy. Like I, a whole thing, but I saw like it was happening to me, but it was this guy and he was, he was honest about it. He was like, dude, you just said word for word, all this stuff that exactly like three years ago, it happened to me. So I tripped out. And the reason I bring that up is, um, I don't know if that's happened to you in that way, but we've shared things about past, like what seems like past life experiences. So I know, you know, of course, if, if you want to talk about it, if not, then it's fine. But you had a this dream that seemed very real to you about like you being like in these slave kind of times, right? Or something like that. And yeah, it sounds like something really like it even when you were telling me the story, it even kind of bothered me because I could picture like it was it really creeped me out. <laughs> yeah. So it if you want to talk about it, by all means. Yeah, we could talk about it. I just want to make it brief because the time is. So, um, yeah, I, I was, it was like in the Victorian era. Okay. Um, I was with a friend, uh, his name is Marquise. I actually know him. He's from Brooklyn, from New York. And in this dream, we were walking through a neighborhood and there was this train that would, uh, run through the, the neighborhood. Um, everybody else was dressed in Victorian, uh, outfits the women with the with the hats and the puffy dresses and the girdles and all of that and we were dressed with sneakers jeans and t-shirts and on the train they were gathering people which were slaves and native american people Mm. um they were chained up and they were bringing them to this to this town and for some reason they never tried to capture us or anything. We were just walking around and seeing the things that were happening. Um, it was like we kind of like stepped into like the past. Mm. Like it was us from the future going into the past. And they could see us, but they never said anything. They just looked at us strange. Um, and then I remember in the dream, uh, we walked through this back uh, street and we were trying to find somewhere to, you know, seek shelter because it was getting dark and we're walking up the staircase to this door and I turn around and I see a balcony and it, they had women, Native American women and, and Black women shackled up on the balcony and they were putting them out on display on this balcony for sex. Wow. And 
we immediately went down those stairs and we started walking through the neighborhood. We were trying to get out of there and we see this building. It looked like an office building. And I hear people crying and screaming. And so I told my friend, let's go see what's going on behind that door. We go open up the door and it was Jewish people. They were like in those um, outfits. They looked like prisoner outfits from like Auschwitz or, you know, like how we saw like throughout history, how they would have them in those the stripe, like, the stripe outfits. Um, there was children, there was women, there was men. And there was a lady there and she was like throwing this tray of food at them to eat. And they had like those gas chambers in there. Mm. It was just, it was horrible. I remember I woke up from that dream and I was just like, why was I there? Like, why did I dream that? And yeah, yeah I, I got chills right now. But why do you feel like, like, like what, what did you think? Like, why, what after, like, what did you think was the reason for you to, to dream that? Dream that? Like, do you feel you were there? Was that a past life? I or do felt you feel- like, I didn't feel like it. I don't feel like it was a past life. I felt like I was being shown all the, the damage and the hurt that had happened in the past. And I feel like we still have all of that within our our blood, you know, as people like that's still running through us. We still have those traumas, even though it was, you know, generations ago, like we still carry that within the society that we live in. I don't know specifically why I had that dream or why I went back in the past, but it definitely like. I don't know. It just showed me how ugly humanity could be or how we could be towards each other. And you know what? It's funny that not funny, haha, but funny that you dream that because I feel like a lot of that is still going on in a different way. And the fact that you were able to see it and see and it made you feel a certain way, like, you know, people think like, oh, I can't imagine if that or this and that. But yeah, there is still things like that happening on, like, in the world right now. So, right. and we haven't gotten any better. You know what I mean? Like, people yeah. as a whole, right? It's almost like, as long as it's not affecting you, you'll turn a blind eye. So, um, like you were saying about that dream, um, I actually had one, like, not too long ago. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was funny, because now, like, that's what I had mentioned about our synchronicities. Like, we had one there. And I told you that I had had this dream. It was like, you know, I was I was native and, you know, I, it was like a coming of age uh, ceremony. And I was one of the ones that was like coming of age. So I was like a young native, you know, boy or man, you know, coming while well, coming into manhood. Right. And in the dream, they were like, but it was crazy because um, I said key things that let me know like where I was at and everything. And it was crazy because there was even some, like a native, it was like on the shore and they were coming like in canoes and stuff, but it was a native person like from Mexico and they were speaking in their native tongue, but I understood what they were saying. And then I was with all these, I was a part of like the natives from here. And it was like, in you know, like that, it was clear. And I said Virginia in it. And I remember when I was telling you that you had just been telling me the same like minutes before about your grandma 
Oh, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, I told oh, you. Oh, it was cool. related to this book. I was reading this book. Oh. And I was telling you how I, when I was reading this book, it was there was talking about the medicine women, how they would deliver the babies. Oh. And they would be the ones that would first give the babies the bath. So mm. I remember telling you that I would ask, um, this was, I don't, I don't remember which cousin of mine it was, but she would always bathe her grandchildren. Mm. She would put a pot of water and put herbs in there and use that water that she boiled with the herbs to bathe the baby. So one day I asked her, I said, grandma, why do you do that? And she tells me in Spanish, it's, you know, traditions from Mexico that have been passed down from generation to generation. She says, I really don't know. I was just told to do this. Mm. And so when I was reading this book, I came across this, uh, I don't know if it was a chapter or like this specific um, uh, chapter that I was reading where they talk about the medicine women. And it was saying how they would boil water with the herbs and everything else. And then in my mind, I was like, oh, my God, I'm native. Like, I come <laughs> from a native, a native background and not even like realizing it, you know. And this was our, my grandma had already passed away when I started reading this book. Mm. But yeah, and then you were telling me about your story and then you said something about it being like in Virginia. Yeah. And that's what I told you. That's my grandma's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was crazy. <laughs> but and just to finish that, it was like I looked it up after when I woke up, I kept saying like. In I don't know, in the dream, it was like in is she Indians and is she Indian? That's what I was making out. And then Virginia it was very clear, Virginia. And and so and like I told you, it was my coming of age, like and. I looked it up when I woke up room, I looked it up and sure enough, there it was. And it was like, even John Smith, you know, the whole Pocahontas guy, the, you know, no, like yeah. now we know what a horrible person he was, but nonetheless, he had wrote about this whole watching these like rituals. And that's what, like, when I was reading about it, it said like the initiation of like Indians into, I don't know, manhood or something. Don't quote me on that, but it, it just made out everything from the dream. And it was in Virginia out of all places. This was like the, the ritual from over there so to me it was like how could i have even seen that like it had to be a past life but i was also curious and that's not the first time that's happened to me like another friend that i want to interview i had a dream twice that me and him were in these longhouse sweats and i actually met him in a ceremony but it was like and it was crazy because when i met him i knew i was like i came here to the ceremony just to meet this guy like i didn't know what at the time, but it was like me and him after the ceremony, we just talked for hours and hours and hours. And I was like, I came here just to meet this guy. Like I knew. And then when I had two dreams after, like we we're in these longhouse sweats and I didn't even know, I've never seen that they had sweats in longhouses. And I think I looked it up like longhouse sweat. I was like, what was these dreams about it? It would say like the Iroquois used to have like these longhouse sweats. And again, don't call me. I'm almost sure it was the Iroquois, but Nonetheless, I was like, were these past lives? Is that part? Like, even him. I was like, is he one of my little soul tribe, too? And I, yeah. we all came back to meet at this time. But but uh, what I wanted to ask you about that was when you had that dream about the slaves and the train, did you ever look it up to try to see if it was like, because like, me, that's how I am. I'm like, I want to like make Like, if sure. it was anything significant yeah, that like might it, have been, like, historical. Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. I... I'm not going to say yes, but I think I did come across something about a train that would mm. bring in slaves. 
Um, oh, wow. But I don't remember exactly like what city or what it was, but there's there was definitely something about the train with like the slaves being brought in. Okay. Um, but that's about it. But I ha- I I have had a dream, not that it was a past life or anything like that. Remember the dream I told you about um ISIS? Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> that's what I was gonna ask you next. So yeah, go ahead. <laughs> By all means, um, you know, I mean I wanna talk about because I've had certain experiences with that which kind of blew my mind, but I'll just let you tell the story and go into as much detail as you want about my eye. Okay. So before I had this dream, I didn't really know that her Egyptian or her her ancient name was Maat M A apostrophe A T. Yeah, uh, we call we know her now as Isis, right? One of the the Egyptian goddesses. Um, so in this dream, I walked into a store that that sells uh, tarot cards. They also have tarot card readers there. So I'm specifically going into the store in the dream to buy some stones. It was, I think there were crystals. Mm. I don't know why I was looking for crystals in the dream. I walk in and they had a glass display case. They had these big crystals in the display case, but at the top shelf, they had carved out um, artifacts, like little figures. And the lady behind the counter um she was you know helping me out and they had these little ones that were like in a in a package and and on the package it had like a list of all the like the properties of the stone and what they were good for for the healings and all of that good stuff um in the dream I ended up ripping the bag somehow and she's just like oh it's fine I'll you know I'll get the stones you could pick any stone from the display case um and I'll give it to you for the same price I think it was like five or ten bucks in the dream Mm -hmm. but what I noticed is that in the dream nobody was walking everybody was floating like a few inches above the ground and they were all wearing linen white linen clothes Mm. So, you know, I scanned the display case. I'm looking to see what I want. I'm looking at the stones, but I, I keep going to the top shelf. There's this figure and it had, it looked like it had um, kind of like a Native American look to it, but it, the, the figure had wings. So I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna pick that. And she stops and tells me, she says, do you know how to summons a stone? And I says, I tell her no. Mm. So she says, okay. She comes from around the the case and she stands next to me. And you said, you look at the one that you want and you tell it, I'm ready now. Oh, wow. And I said, okay. (laughs) So I go back to that figure on the top shelf and I look at it and I said, I'm ready now. And it went through the glass, not even breaking the glass. It landed on my left hand. And it fit in my palm. I closed my palm and the lady tells me, what did you get? And I opened it up and she said, oh, ma'at. And then I woke up. Oh, wow. I woke up from the dream. So when I wake up, that name, like her voice was ringing in my head, ma'at. And I'm like, what is that? So I grabbed my phone and I Googled M-A-T, M-M-A-T, and bam, she comes out. 
Mm. And then it was like the 42 principles of my art. And in real life, I actually went to a tarot card store and they had a display case and they had a pendant of ISIS on the top shelf. And I ended up buying it. And it was all like just, well, I mean, aside from the floating and all that, like it was real. Like, yeah, it, it didn't even feel like a dream. I felt like I was somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I had visited that place. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, something else happened at the shop. If you don't want to share it, it's fine. But I um, think, well, do you want to Oh, talk wait, about- in real life? Yeah, yeah. In real life, yeah. Oh, at the same shop where, the real shop where I found the pendant of my aunt. You want to so, talk about that? It's up to sure, you. let's okay. talk about it. <laughs> so, um, I this happened a few years ago. I went in there. I think it was around 2015, I want to say, that I went there. Mm. Um, I went to go get a reading. And this place, they have, I don't know if they have it there. They have to have that there anymore. But they used to have like a menu of all this, the psychics and the people that, you know, that do the tarot readings. And each one have, they have their own gifts. And I remember I chose that specific lady. I think she she knew about like she has dreams and she would know about like premonitions and stuff like that. So I chose her. And so I go into her little, you know, little area. It was a room um, sitting down facing her. And all of a sudden on the wall, right, like by her left shoulder, I started to see a portal opening up. So I'm sitting there and, you know, like in the movies, how you see like it's spinning and then it opens up bigger and bigger and bigger. That's how it was. So then I, I looked at her and I'm thinking in my head, is this like a trick that she has in here of some <laughs> sort? Right. So I look at her and I said, look, I said, do you see that? And she turns around and looks at me and she's just sitting there like with the straight face, like, oh, you could see that. Mm. And I was like, yeah, she goes, oh, OK. And then just goes on with the reading like nothing. But she did tell me, she says, you have gifts and you need to work on your gifts. Wow. Yeah. Oh. So. And she didn't tell you anything. Like, I would have asked, like, me, I would have been like, like, what she Honestly, I was kind of, I was, I was shocked and amazed at the same time when I seen it. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know what the heck was going on. Plus, I didn't want to like veer away from what I was really there for. Mm. So I just kept it like cool, you know, like, oh, okay, you see that? I see that too. That's interesting. And uh, so after that, after she gave you that message, did you start trying to work on your gifts more? Or I kind of did, but I didn't. Like, I just, I have a bad thing where I like can't, get through getting to what I really want to get to because I get like sidetracked with my everyday life Mm. it's yeah but now that as I'm getting older I really want to like I really want to start getting and tapping more into that side I I think I have a little bit more time now most definitely and um since then have you had any more experiences with Maat or not really. She actually pops up a lot. Mm. A lot, a lot. 
um oh and dreams and just symbols not in dreams not in dreams like i see a lot of her pictures Mm. everywhere not all the time but i have throughout the years a lot um and i just feel like for me i think it's more of paying more attention of the 42 laws yeah uh and going back in studying that a little bit more and getting to know like what is the that what are those laws have what do those laws have to do with my life or who I who I am like what what is it going to help me out with in my life um and then I read somewhere they said that those laws are symbolic or even more ancient than um uh and commandments yeah, the Ten Commandments. Yeah. Which, I mean, they might be, you know, because all that, you know, like Sumerian, like I, I was mentioning that with my friend Trish, all the Sumerian tablets, they said those are the oldest things that we have on record that exist, that they found, right? And I remember, I think I learned about that in school because we read like part of those tablets. It was the Epic of Gilgamesh, which goes mm-hmm. into like the Anunnaki and all that stuff. But they had only translated, I remember, like 20% of these tablets. Like there were tens of thousands of these tablets and they were like supposed to be the oldest stuff. And, you know, the Sumerian is like, I think the Egyptian came, it came like right after. Like, I think, I don't know. I, I don't want to say anything and say it wrong. Right. But, but, or they were intertwined or, or this, or the Egyptian oh, came they, right after the Sumerian yeah. or something like that. I don't know. But, you know, even in the Sumerian, it talks about like Noah, right? But he has him by a whole different name. So that even blows my mind how then the Bible calls him by something else. But he was already in the in these ancient tablets, like the Sumerian tablets. But he has a whole different name. The story slightly different and all that. So, you know, but uh, like I actually had an, the experience with like Ma'at, which it was like that. Like I kept seeing 42. I saw it like on a fire truck on on a building on like everything was just 42, 42, 42. So I, I look up like, you know, cause a lot of people look up like these angel numbers when it's three, 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 one, 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 seven, 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 four, 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 all that. But I kept seeing 42. It was exaggerated. Like, and then even like the last two numbers on car license plates, I was like, all right, 42 is trying to really jump out at me. I looked up a spiritual meaning of 42. And then the first thing that pops up is like the 42 laws of my art. So I started yeah. listening to them. I put like a, like a, a video on YouTube that explained law by law. And then I was like, okay, I guess I'm supposed to learn these, you know? And uh, yeah. I was, but I, I feel like maybe I'm supposed to, cause yeah, it is like the 10 commandments, just more in depth, right? 42, yeah. obviously not just 10. So I thought, and I think there's even more than 42. Oh, okay. Maybe. Like, I, I, didn't... I think I, I've read somewhere that there's more than just 42, but I'm sorry, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but I don't know. I feel like they're important for some reason. You know, I never want to steer anyone wrong with, with the things I see of the afterlife, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would never want to steer anyone wrong. Like, but I don't know. What is it, right? Like, with the 42, like, I even thought about it with me. I was like, okay, what if they're coming to me? Because they're just like, make sure you get all this stuff right. You know what I mean? Before before you go or anything like that and so to me it's like that like it's cool like if you guys are warning me like make sure 
you know, because we like, I guess people want to brush off all this ancient knowledge. Like if it doesn't mean nothing now, like if it was all like, yeah, that's mythology or that was this or stupid this. But I right. feel like everything they wrote was for a reason. Right. Like everything that exists, maybe some things don't apply now, but maybe some things do like, but, you know, today's society or cultures or whatever want to make it like if it didn't mean anything. Right. Um, right. I wanted to ask you something, not to backtrack too much, but I wanted to ask you about, like you said, when you seen your ex's dad that had passed away, he was on a boat. Yeah. And so I've seen, when I see like things from the afterlife, like I told you, I think recently, did I tell you? I don't know, but that I had this dream about my brother and they were like, I was on these shores and it was like the ocean. Yes. Was he on a horse? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I just dreamed that like, this past week or something that I was like, I was walking in front with a group and we came to these shores and it was the most beautiful thing you could imagine. It was just like this paradise kind of thing, like just impeccable, right? All everything was green. And when we got to the shore, but like the clearest, most pristine water you ever seen. And then even I remember this wave coming to me and I like try to jump because I thought it was this big. But by when it gets to me, like this tiny little like one inch wave and it's just like, boom, splash it like <laughs> on my foot, all like gentle and everything. I was like, wow, what is this place? And then this person comes to greet us and it's my brother and he's on a horse, you know, and I'm like, oh, wow. And then there were like two other guys. So I think it was three people total on these horses, but it was like they came to greet us at these shores and uh I don't know if I was just guiding these people to like the afterlife or what, like it was showing me exactly, but it was interesting that this shores thing, and I've seen that in movies too. So I don't know if people always share this experience, but like to you, when you saw that, you didn't feel like it was trying to tell you something or like, why these shores, why these want the water? Um, I think it was because we had gone on a vacation with his family to Jamaica mm. And we were always at the beach, like at the uh, beaches. So I think it was a, a like a kind of significant to like my memory of what I had experienced with him already. Like, you know, seeing him, seeing him at the beach and stuff like that. Uh, but it could it could be something from like, you know, the spiritual <laughs> realm with waters. Because yeah. I remember my grandmother before she passed away, she used to tell me that she would dream with water a lot. Oh, Yeah. She would wake up and she'd be like, oh, I was dreaming about water, like clear water, like mm. all this water. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how it was. Either that or I just shared that for no reason. Huh? You're like, ah, we were on vacation. No, <laughs> no. Well, to me, I didn't. I mean, not that I know of, you know, but it might be something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've never seen my brother on a horse that I could remember him whole life. So that's why. It was- hey, now that you're mentioning your brother on a horse. I had a dream about my brother and my sister being on a horse. Really? Like sometime in like February. Oh, this year? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. They were riding horses. Where? I don't know. I was like, we were somewhere and they were visiting. It was like kind of like a canyon kind of looking place. Hmm. And they were laughing and joking around and they you know rode off on the horses interesting yeah that's crazy (laughs) yeah that's crazy yeah 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 um yeah so i don't know what else did i want to ask you oh uh 
I don't know if you want me to share. Like, I know you had told me you have a picture of a time when you felt that. Well, if you want to tell that story about your brother and your sister, and then, you know, I could edit it in so people could see. But if you just want to tell me, like, about um, that experience, what you were going through, and then what, what ended up happening with that. With the, the picture? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so this was probably a little bit after when my sister passed. I was just, you know, randomly thinking, like, I hope my sister and my brother are together. And I feel like they answered my question. Um, I had gotten a message on my phone that I needed to clear some memory in my pictures. And so I started clearing out some pictures and I came across this picture. It was very blurry. Mm. I was about to delete it and something told me to just zoom in on it. And I'm zooming in and it's their faces. They're like on the couch. Um, I mean, you could show it now and then I'll just, I'll put it in too. I don't, so. Okay. I don't know if you could see it clearly, but I, hold on. But you could point to the area and then when I put it, I'll, I'll. Uh, All right. So is it too oh, bright? Yeah. Yeah. You can't see it. It's oh, like wait. right here. Okay. I'll put it. I'll yeah. Put it but in. you could, you could edit and put it in there because you could see it a little bit better. Um, but yeah, uh, that to me was an indication of them answering what I was, you know, thinking, you know, um, and it looks like them, like when they were younger Yeah. and I saw the, and I, it just kind of like, it felt good to like see that picture, you know, in a sense, because, you know, we're here in, on this, in this body, in this realm and, you know, we live on beyond what we just know, you know, earth and the daily lives that we have here. So it made me feel good to see that picture, even though like, it's kind of like, wait a minute, do other people have like pictures like this? But it just, I don't know, it just gave me, it gave me a sense of relief. Mm. Um, yeah. And it let me know that no matter what, like they're always around in, in one way or another, you know, because yeah. their energy, it never dies. That's true. No, and uh, thank you for being so open because like um, what we were talking about earlier, like, I guess, you know, after my brother passed away, like, I feel like that's why I took it as a, I couldn't complain because as hard as it was, I was getting a lot of blessings, right? Like mm -hmm. there was a lot of things that were bringing me closure, even though it didn't matter. I still felt the pain, but I just felt like they didn't let me drag on not knowing what happened. Right. And I started seeing people coming out that had been struggling with a loved one's death, like for 20 years or this and that. So I realized even then, like, I was like, wow, like they really like, look, like, then it made all sense because people sometimes think like the whole spiritual stuff, it, it's not easy. Like you still, you go through a lot of stuff, uh, mm -hmm. but then it was all worth it. I was like, man, if, if at times like this, like it allows me to understand this stuff better than, then, okay. Like I accept like everything that's, that's happened. Um, but even that, like, I, that's why, like, you know, I appreciate you sharing that because like that, like that, like I said, I realized like that when my brother passed away, how people were like for 20 years, they felt like they, they didn't have closure. And 
I just thought like, damn, I couldn't imagine being like that. So I don't know if sharing these stories like yours and mine, if people will, if it'll grant them some kind of closure, like, like feeling like, uh, you know, like what was going to happen, what's going to happen. Like, yeah. you know, maybe other people felt like that. Like, oh, maybe there was something I could do. Maybe there was, they haven't let go of that. They're living, you know, like not that it's with a that, burden. Yeah. Go ahead. Go with ahead. that, with maybe they're living with the, like that guilt of not being able to say goodbye properly or mend maybe, you know, a friendship or like the relationship. Cause I know like with me and my sister, we weren't on the best terms when she passed away and it, you know, that hurt me even more, but there was dreams that I've had with her since then that let me know that she's not mad at me and she's, she's just fine. Um, yeah so just just to know that I've had those experiences like the picture or like dreams it just makes me know that there's something beyond what we're living and we will see them again one day (laughs) most definitely uh you know what's no I don't want to say that see I don't want like uh but, you know, like that, when I had the dream, it's like, I'm like, man, if this is where you guys go, then. Um, I want to go. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Well, it looks pretty. I was like, I mean, it's just, dude, like everything I've had, like, it just looks. But see, I don't want to well, say it. I'm it, not like, like. Well, I've heard I've heard people experience like near death experiences where they say that they've seen colors and things that they're not even real here like Mm -hmm. we've never even seen such beauty before compared to being in the heavens or you know yeah and that's kind of like see i have trouble describing the water because it was like the more that's why i say like the most pristine water you could imagine but i don't even think that does it justice because it's just like how like the most perfect you know what i mean like how do you describe the most perfect like clear water you've ever seen if you haven't seen it here you know what i mean like yeah yeah no you know what it's sad uh just uh, a memory not sad but i remember um you know when i was in high school like i could have gone on my senior trip you know where everybody just goes and you know gets drunk sleeps with everybody <laughs> oh my God. no no well that's kind of what i heard i remember but you know no no uh no uh judgment on anybody you know when in high school right they had the senior trip and then my brother had this thing because, you know, he was in the Marines and he had traveled the world. Like, you know, six months, they used to go everywhere. Boom, boom, boom. And his last stop was Hawaii before he came home. And so I could have flown to Hawaii and then come back with him on the carrier, you know, at, at 17. So I did that. I chose that instead of, you know, like doing the senior trip. Because oh, it's yeah. about the same because to give me the plane ticket, go to Hawaii, all this stuff. And then I don't know if it was like you kind of give money for the food you're provided on the carrier, I don't know if that was fair. I forgot, but I chose that. But all that to say, I remember in Hawaii, the water was like beautiful. But I remember it took like five days, I think, or six days on the carrier. And right as we're getting closer to California, it was like there was this line in the ocean, in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> just like it would make you never want to swim on the beach again. It was just like in the middle of the ocean, all the water like clean. But it still didn't match up to like what I dreamed, but the water was all clean. And then 
as you're getting closer to like, we, I think we docked in San Diego. So as we're getting closer to San Diego, we're still miles out, but there was literally like a line in the ocean of just like, of dirt, like grimy, like <laughs> grimy, just, ugly water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like ugly water, like, damn, that's what we swim in and everybody, you know, but I never forgot that. And, uh, and uh, no, they just made me think of all of this that we're talking about how beautiful, like things are that we can't comprehend. Cause, uh, cause you don't see them here. You know what I mean? Right. So, so yeah, all that. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else that you want to talk about or anything um, I left out that? That we had said we were going to talk about the um, numerology stuff. Oh, okay, it? yeah, yeah. You told me that you had a a dream about a numerology school. So, so if you want to share. Oh, okay. So, I've been seeing the number seventy two mm. for years. I know I've told you about that, right? Yeah. So, in numerology, you have to reduce the number to a single digit. So seven and two is nine, right? Mm -hmm. And then my my month is September, so that's oh. nine. Um, and then I believe it also means something about like um, I don't know, it's an angel number, but I'm not, I don't remember specifically like what it like means in numerology. But I've had two dreams of where I'm in a school. And they're talking about numerology. And I remember specifically this number. It was like a regular classroom. There was a chalkboard. The teacher had chalk in his hand. And he was writing the number 72 on the chalkboard. And then there was other kids in the class. And they were saying 72, 72, 72 oh, wow. when I walked into the class. And I'm just like, wow, okay. So that number is something. It means something. I see it all the time. Even at work, my extension ends with 72. Oh, wow. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. And and um, no, but I look, I remember when you told me and I looked it up and it is a very spiritual number. That's why um, what you, from what you looked up, they said to reduce it. Cause there's some numbers that you don't reduce. I think like they say 22 is a massive 11, number. 11, 11, 22. Yeah. So I don't know if 72 is one of these numbers that just on its own. It's like 42. See, if I would have right. looked up six, I would have never typed like, oh, the 42 laws of Ma'at, right? So I know when I looked up 72, it was like even in, in the Bible, it had to do with like that was the amount of like the council or, or priest or something from like the old. I think That's like what the, I, yeah, I've yes. read about that too. Yeah, something in the Bible, it says something about 72, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's all these like that's why i know 72 has a lot of spiritual meanings but like for you what did you get out of like the whole thing like what do you think it's trying to tell you because it's appearing in your extension it's appearing in your dreams and they're saying I it think, in the dreams like i what? think I, I think it's i think it's an indicator for me to like get on with my spiritual um education mm -hmm. like like you know, hurry up, catch on and like get on it to me because I see it every day. Like I see it on license plates. I'll see it like when I'm going through paperwork, paperwork uh, at work, I'll see the number 72. My freaking extension at work ends with 72. Our number at work has 72, 72 in it. Like it just wow. pops up all the time. Yeah. That's but yeah, I think it has to do with with getting more into my spiritual like self okay so then my question to be to you would be well, then what are you waiting for 
I know, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm no one to judge. Like, I know I have the same, um, you know, leading up to this eclipse, I started like, you know, to me, it's always the animals, right? Like, mm-hmm. I started seeing all these animals in strange places and all this stuff. And they're all indicators of, of something like kind of that, like getting, like, it's really like making me focus on the spiritual. You know what I mean? Like it really drove that point. That's what I felt from it. Right. Like it was really driving that point. So I I get it. Like uh, I'm no one to judge on that, but I don't know. I mean, what do you feel? Like you feel you're going to focus I mean, more on that or? Yes, because like I said, I feel like I have more time now. Um, and I mean, we're getting older. Like, you know, I got to. Speak get... for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just laying. Go ahead. Go ahead. We, you know, we got to get right with, with ourselves and our higher, higher beings. Obviously we're being we're channeling these things because we're we're getting messages for a reason you know yeah yeah 100 and there's no ignoring it because the more you ignore it the more it happens that's true to me at least no no yeah when i try to hide it 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 it, it comes it, it pushes its way through in other words mm-hmm. you know it's like trying to hold like a, a flood that's coming and you're trying to hold the door oh, like closed. Yeah. That, that, it's just gonna, you know, push right through. So I got you. Yeah. And then oh, I've also experienced like just hindering and trying to hold back. I've experienced a lot of anxiety. Mm. That makes sense. So, yeah. No, thank you um for sharing all of that. Um. Is there anything else that you want to share? I don't want to. I think not right now. I think I've pretty much shared everything that I wanted to share for okay. now. You okay. know, um, no, because I know you always experience things. So, um, you know, whenever you have anything else you want to share, you're more than welcome to come back on. Um, I know we barely even touched on, you know, the tip of the iceberg with things I know like you shared with me and that we've experienced like together and all this. And so I wanted to ask you one more thing, but let me see if we have time. I mean, I'll just ask you, like, do have you ever felt like you were being blocked from reaching like the heights you want to reach spiritually or not really? That hasn't been a problem for you. Mm, Probably by my, my own actions and my own, my own unawareness of my awareness. No, that makes sense. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. Thank you. Um, And, you know, I've been staring. Which one is that? That's the, the crown chakra, right? Or oh, all oh, of them. Okay. Yeah, I it's all I was, of them. Yeah. I was just seeing the purple one. That's like the pineal gland, right? The, yeah. The purple one. And it's right above my head, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or which one? Which one's the... Damn, I, I should know this stuff. I know the blue is the throat chakra. Yeah, the the top one is the pineal. No, the three is the pineal gland. And then the the top one, what's that one? The more like violet one. Uh, to be honest, I don't even know. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll look it up. Uh, so thank <laughs> you. No, no. Thank you so much for being a guest. Um, I enjoyed this conversation more than you know. And uh, yeah, no, thank you. And uh, we'll have you back. And uh, I appreciate everything you shared.
Thank you. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, no problem. Thank you. Enjoy the, the blood moon and all that good stuff. You too. Thank okay. you. All right. <laughs> all right. Bye. Okay. Bye. Feeling it, you know what I'm saying? You're just feeling it. <laughs> and I want to feel this way forever. Yeah.